Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Mmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. They French or Chinese, a brand new K-1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. Y'all, everyone knows that there's nobody better to shop with than a gay son. <laughs> Oh, yes. Yeah, I didn't know what you were going to say. Every mother, regardless of nationality, even if it's been, even if it's come out late, even if you've come out super late in life, even if your mom has like problems with you being gay, shopping is is a gay son's element. This is the the most, I'm going to go record and say this. Y'all, welcome to the show. Well, this is Tom. Toe. This is toe part dose. Post part dose. If you're on our intimate portrait, fear factor here with or whatever us. it is. Um, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Why so people are asking what that was? That's me jackhammering yeah. you. Bum bum. Finger banging. Bum bum. <laughs> it's like with Captain Sandy when she finger bangs herself watching Briska Hargitay. Bum bum. bum bum. This is episode three. Uh, it's episode five of season three. Facing I was laughing fears. about that again. Uh, about that sound. Gonk, gonk. I was laughing today when I was editing a commercial when we originally said poodle in the pink wheelbarrow <laughs> and you broke. Anyway, y'all, you'll get it later. There is nothing more <laughs> splendid than a poodle glazed with rainwater beside the dildo machine. <laughs> in our, Long lost poems. <laughs> Long lost poems about poodle. So um, this is the truest thing we've ever said on this show. out of everything most factual y'all a lot of times we don't know what we're talking about this is fact i don't even love shopping uh in general Mm -hmm. but when i'm shopping with my mother it is like it feels like slipping into a warm glove oh yes i know exactly what to do yes because we had to do it so much as children she's and she's complaining about things because isn't it your mother didn't take your brother with her shopping no no but when you were kids no my mother never took took shopping my mother always took me shopping with her y'all heard of my story of being in bells and learning how to ring everybody's they knew way before we did they did yeah that sales clerk at Anthony's, when I learned how to take off the sensors so quickly, and she said, no one's ever learned how to do that that quickly. Okay, boy. <laughs> He'll make his mother a nice companion one day. Yeah, meanwhile, the teenager working there was like, how'd you do that so quick? <laughs> <laughs> the other pig. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the town is just populated with pigs who work in... Yeah. Lots of high we're, up places. We're second um, only in pigs to uh, Ecuador, where Evelyn is. <laughs> pig town. It's a pig town. Ingabao. Ingabao. So, yes, um, 
so true. There, and this was lovely. This was my my mother loves going to garden shops, and every time I go back to see yeah. her in Denton, she this makes is, me in the, in the summer. She makes me go to a garden shop. I her. have to go to Walmart. That is my to the garden section at Walmart. Yeah, or just in or I y'all know I always have to go to Burke's Outlet with Mother. You Poodle. do. And sometimes it's to return stuff that she's bought, but it's also the excuse to, yeah, also Mother Poodle's a returner, y'all. Mm, she is. <laughs> she's a buyer, and then she returns. She, she rarely wears it, she, but oh. she also returns it. She'll buy it. It's like, I didn't like, I decided I didn't like it. I did, because she'll never, she doesn't like to try on at the store. She'll try my on. My mom doesn't like to do that. She'll try on, but she'd rather not. Yeah, that's why my mom loves Spiegel forever. I don't think they make Spiegel anymore, do they? Does, is your mother a returner? Um, she will if, she, if it doesn't fit, because she won't waste the money. Yeah, mine. My mother's a returner. She's also a refuser. She's refused packages before. That's not my mother. <laughs> it's fucked up. Of UPS, she's like, "No, I ordered it wrong. Take it back." <sighs> yeah. But then she didn't have to deal with the return or anything. That's the thing. I guess so. But the driver's usually penalized, but I believe. Maybe. Doesn't she usually say, though, to you, she's like, Jay Bird, could you just come with me to Walmart? There's just this plan I want you, or this thing I want you to look yes. at. I need your opinion. Yes. They need they our need opinion. They need their gay sons. Yes. Some type of psychological reason. And just like, just like in every culture, Armando's mother needs him to come along to pick out... The the bench she wants in her garden because there's nothing validating than your gay son, more validating than your gay son's opinion. It's true. Um, and also, y'all, shopping is a place where you can talk about things you can't talk about anything else. That's true. Mother Poodle loves to tell all the salespeople about my life in Los Angeles when I'm oh. trying on clothes. Oh, oh really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's out in Los Angeles. I never really get to see him, so I wouldn't <laughs> buy him things. Does she say now you do a podcast and she doesn't understand it? She'll say, "Yeah, yeah, he's he's you know we 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 miss him, but uh, he's he's doing all kinds of stuff. You know, I can't keep up. <laughs> I can't keep up. Something so, something about a podcast, something about a a fiance show. I don't know. You know, I don't watch that kind of stuff. <laughs> Who does? <laughs> Who watches that? Y'all, if you're watching this, Mother Poodle's judging you." <laughs> Yeah, what's if you feel that kind of heaviness that says, <laughs> "Why do I feel like someone's someone's really down on me?" Yeah, is that's there, my mother's yeah, judgment. That, yes, something I felt my entire life. Is there a spirit taking my essence? Yeah, You're something welcome. that makes you feel bad about yourself, but you don't know why. That's Mother mm -hmm. Poodle judgment. That sounds like a children's song. Yeah. <laughs> Something makes you feel bad about yourself and you don't know why. Mother Poodle judgment. <laughs> what would your mother say? Oh, boy. She's like, I bet you just talk about me all the time. <laughs> Make fun of me. <laughs> I should charge you for it. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, hey, y'all. We've got live shows, so we want to remind you of that. Go to the Linktree link. It's on our Instagram or in our um, yep. uh, the show notes. Chicago and New York, we're going to be announcing. Two shows and for both. Yep. Two shows for both. Again, if you want to see us at the New York show, click on the meet and greet after party. If you click on VIP deck, that's just seating somewhere else. You're just going to be able to wave to me, and I'll go, who's that? Who's yeah, waving to me? You'll see us, but you won't meet us. You won't. I'm not speaking to you. So I'm just letting <laughs> you know. There you go. Um, I, I also want to point out that people have been asking us, what are you going to do for the live shows? What are you going to do for the live shows? Here's the thing. I'm just praying Poodle doesn't take off its clothes. We don't know. I don't know what's going to happen when I get in, full, in a room full of people. I'm very scared. <laughs> So I'm very scared. I can scared. tell you what the plan is. I'm only allowing him one drink before the show just to take the, his nerves off. Long Island iced tea. A very <laughs> a light drink. So Maybe I, a bareback wine. I will tell you. Ooh, lovely. <laughs> I will tell you um, we're trying to do a little bit of the show and to try to figure out how to do it for a live audience. Yes. We are performers. So... Yes, of course, there's going to be theme song singing. Yeah, but there's, you know. but, but there's, 
We're not getting it twisted. We're gonna keep. Do, we're gonna. We're gonna. Do, we're gonna do we're the podcast the show. for you. Yeah, it's gonna be a podcast. So yeah, I know we talked about Cabergay and things like that, but no, it's gonna be a. A yeah. live podcast. There'll be singing, live podcasting, inappropriate jokes, maybe a few. Nope, don't give things away. Sorry. Golly, you cannot keep a secret. You know, you try to surprise people and have something but new we are and planning, fresh. But we are planning some special things. But I've been told not to do certain things because I wouldn't be able to get it on the plane. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, or but, we would get sued. But um, we are working on things for we you. We are. We're very excited. So it's going to be, it is going to be the podcast, but it won't be anything like you listen to. That's true. Yes. So, and it, who knows? Uh, we might not even it be able could to use be, them on the podcast. It could just be us doing like that Family Guy episode. We could just do the entire Shapoopy. The whole 20 Shapoopy. minutes. Shapoopy. That's act one. That's act one. And then we just commercial. We don't even mention the We don't even show. mention Darcy. <laughs> Not at all. Or what if we just show up and I'm like, I want to do, I want to do Carousel. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? I don't love listening to live shows of podcasts actually that I know like on my podcast feed yeah like when they do a live show it just makes me feel I just get FOMO oh like I, when I've I listened like to like um even like the armchair experts I'm just like oh I wish I was there I love the one the, actually he's I a love how better. did I get made how did this get made That's their live true. shows are fun his live one with Brene where it's good I think the live show is is just it's regardless of what happens it's gonna be Great because none of us have really been anywhere live. I for just so long. worry we're gonna somebody's gonna be listening to our live show in the car because we're gonna post them as episodes. Yep, and they're gonna hear and then and they'll hear. You go, what's happening? What's happening? And then I'll have to say on the microphone for those of you listening, Poodle just showed everyone his ass. He just <laughs> mooned the audience. I, I'm not responsible. This is what I'm worried about. I and do, then those I people are going to miss out. I do get excited in rooms of people. You can't me to our audience. Maybe just my nipple. You can't me to our audience. And at least the creamy shoulders. Oh, Golly. Just, just wear an outfit for creamy shoulders. <laughs> anyway, y'all, we're very excited. Ooh, also, milky. If you're in the Facebook group, be sure to, um, uh, we've got our charity this month. Which is Fun Texas Choice. Fun Texas Choice. And then there was one other announcement. Oh, our Bi Curious. Bi Curious episode. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Not Salt Wives. No. My, my <laughs> pending script treatment coming up at HBO Max starring Connie Britton and Frances McDormand. As fishermen's wives <gasps> waiting for their husbands to come <gasps> back. Spoiler alert. One of them dies with every episode. <laughs> You've really thought about this. And there's a funeral show. every episode. You've really thought about this. It's kind of like Six Feet Under plus plus Strong Women Television, yeah. which is the only thing I like to watch. I'll be your candle yes. on the water. We could have Helen ready, but she's dead. We killed her. Oh, poor Helen We brought Reddy. her up, and then she died. COVID complications. Oh. Y'all get vaccinated. Anyway, uh, so let's do it. Let's jump in. Armando and Kenny, y'all. So um, Armando's shopping with it. What's his mom's name? I forget. Always write it Virginia down. or Virginia. Virginia. Okay. That's a pretty name. So Virginia. Um, they're walking around and they're looking. This is gorgeous. All these. My mother would love all this shit. Yeah. It's very much a mom garden yeah, it's place. Ve- but it's very pretty. It's got a lot of pretty stuff. And she's even said. Oh, kind of tacky at the same time. Yeah. She's perfect. like, oh, this is beautiful. And he's like, yeah, it's great, mom. It's great. In general, garden stuff is tacky. I, well, I find mean, it. It's. Decorative, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, my mom loved to decorate. Your for mother's pool. sense of style, though, is uh, she loves a sp- uh, uh, loves a sandal with some um, with a, just like a little accent jewelry on it. That's her favorite. <laughs> anyway, so so they sit down on the bench, and basically Armando kind of just levels with his mom and says, "So, um, you know, I was going to tell talked last night, but I've been." trying to talk to dad like I was surprised he was there and the mom said yeah I was too um and he he finds out that she hasn't told him about the engagement not at all now this is this is such an interesting position to be in because the mom 
uh, in in a in a type of like conservative family, I can call them conservative because they don't actually share. They they have like probably religious values. She's the gatekeeper for all of this information, and yeah. she decides when to tell the father. Like my mother would go, oh, "God, what's going to happen when I tell your father?" But my I told my I came out to my mother first, and right. I did that purpose. But I'm Even saying though with, they weren't married, I still wanted her opinion of. How is dad going to take this? But I'm saying that's everything your yeah. mother says, not just coming out. It's everything your mother's the gatekeeper to tell your father. Oh, that, yeah. We yeah. told my mother everything before we told my dad. Exactly. And don't you tell your father that yeah. I got this Liz Claiborne and, your, <laughs> and those Z Cavarici jeans at Bell's, okay? But it's like even things like, oh, I can't believe you did that. How am I going to tell your father? It's like when I had an eyebrow ring. My mother's like, how am I going to prompt that up with your father that you got that? I'm like, because I did it. He's going to see it when I walk in the house. <laughs> you really made your mom's hair turn gray quicker. Boy, she didn't know what to do with that eyebrow <laughs> ring. I mean, I can kind of get the earring. But that looks like it's just stupid. Just sitting there on your face. Get what'd it caught dad, in What did your dad say about it? My father kind of went, I don't know why anybody would do that. But then it kind of went away. He's like, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. Did you, you came out to your parents at the same time, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, but so yeah, but this is common. A lot of, a lot of, especially, yeah, I've heard this. My friends that are lesbians often will come out. It's like that same sex One parent. parent thing. They come out to their fathers before they'll come out to their mothers. Because yeah. they just, I don't know why they just worry about that. But I mean, I worried about it because, and I think Armando does too, is that. It's interesting because we kind of, this episode gets a little turned on its head at the end for them, but Armando definitely felt this pressure probably, he hasn't said this, but I imagine to be, to be a man, to be whatever, he feels that from his I dad. I think he's the first born man. Because remember, yeah. he's his father's namesake. Yes. So that's a lot think of pressure. Think how huge that is. And um, you know who else is the first born son of his, of his family? This one. Ruin oh! that one. Ruin that one. <laughs> no children here. Hey, Father James. None. Your son's a big duck dick sucker. <laughs> a big dick sucker. Ka-ching. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> gong, 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 gong. Dick sucking. <laughs> dick sucking. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if the same neighbor I just who deep heard throat it. I'm did. sorry. I just for those on the intimate corporate, I just deep throated my microphone. Yes, sir. I wonder if uh, your neighbor who heard us sing Tammy next time I come in, she's like, Did I hear you singing the dick sucking song? <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> I sing along with you. Sing along with it. Um, but no, so she's he's talking to mom and he says, So here's the thing. I want to set a date and it's gonna be a big wedding. And she's like well, he, yeah, because she already hasn't told him about the. So he's like, "We've got to get on this." And it's <laughs> then he then she says, then he, she says, "I'm sorry." She starts to cry. I just still think about you being married with a daughter, and what she doesn't say is to a woman. She that's never what, said, but she does say, and um, she says, "She's like that's not easy to forget." Well, here's here's the thing I want to talk about. She later on says, "I don't." want you to think that when I cry that it's because I don't accept you and this is a really common thing and and I understand and I understand why Armando gets upset by it but I think he's been with Kenny so long that Kenny has been just free to do whatever he's wanted for as well, long as possible he's seeing he is seeing a family that doesn't a world where no one cares about your sexuality right. But and so he wants that for himself, but it's but it's in the way she says what what why she's crying, you guys, is she is grieving the straight life she expected yeah. of her son. Yeah. So when you if you're an LGBT or queer person and you just say, I really don't think my parents accept me or I, she's always crying. They are grieving the life that they thought you would have. Yeah. And and, and it's that, hard though because that has to happen. I talked to a friend the other day, and she was talking about how her child came out as trans, mm -hmm. and she said she is happy for her child, right? But she is grieving that, and she said, "But I can't tell my child that because I don't want them to think if anytime I voice that, I feel like then I'm 
not supporting them, exactly shaming them. And this is why. And I was gonna write. I wrote this down for Armando's mother. I don't. Maybe Kenny and Armando listened to us. They shaded us when we shaded when we thought said Kenny had Botox and he doesn't, y'all. Yeah, it's he doesn't. He just looks good. But this is why. And I wish my parents would have done it. But y'all, if you are struggling with this. <clears throat> P-Flag, which stands for Parents and Friends of Lesbians and Gays. It's it's a little antiquated name, but it means anybody, trans, yeah. LGBTQI. But, but th- this would be the best thing for them because there they could talk with other parents who have had I, that I similar agree. experience. It's just not possible where they are. Yeah, Well, ne- if they have internet, you can do virtual. That is true. You can do those things. That is you true. Can, I think so about that. So it, it, it can be a resource. But that's why, that's why it feels like that Armando... And his mom aren't even speaking the same language at this point. Yes. Because, it, because Armando it, is in a place of, y'all remember, Armando came out. <clears throat> his family did not support him. Yeah. He went back in. He married a woman, again, who chased him and then died so he probably, when he came out to her. He probably blames his parents for making... He probably won't admit that, but yeah. he has A, a immense guilt, but B, I think Armando would never say that. But this is natural. Armando, I'm sure, has some type of anger towards his parents. I agree. Totally. Because he went back in because they basically seemed like they, it sounded like from what we heard, forced him to. So I think that's unresolved. So this is the way he's expressing of, I'm not taking anything but acceptance right now. And this is, you guys, I don't think this is a good tactic. No, I don't think so either. It's not what I would suggest. Um... And because it's not going to give you it's not going to give you the radical acceptance that you want that Kenny's family has. It's just all in due time. Y'all, I mean, my father, when I came out to him, wouldn't even let me say the word gay. He was like, don't say that word. Mm. Came out to him. He cried. Cut to now. He's like, when are you having a baby? Dad, we don't want to have a don't adopt a baby i don't want you to i used to just talk about this in my stand-up and people said you made that up and i said no my he, father said he don't t- fetch a baby i want blood have a gay baby with your husband i said dad don't, my baby's not gonna be gay well you know what i mean just have a baby son don't fetch a baby don't fetch a baby <laughs> it's gotta be blood you gotta carry the lineage wow and my dad even asked i never told you when i was back he was like man Sure, it'd be nice if there's a way if you you and Kyle could like mix your uh, mix your uh, your blood so that way y'all could get a baby that's got a little both of you in it. The fact that my father, who wouldn't let I me know, say, but it's just but still... not only wants a baby of my lineage, but he loves my partner so much that he wants it in him as well. I was like, Dad, I've been wiping your ass for a year. I'm not having kids. I'm done. But still, it's just strange. Be careful what you wish for, because y'all, you'll say, I just want my parents to accept, accept me. And the next thing you know, your mom is saying, son, are you a tops or a bottom? <laughs> Jesus. But she basically tells him, I accept you for who you are. And which was a good thing to distinguish. And, and he said, I, I like it that that she does that. But she's like, then he says, I don't think she's happy for me, though. And again, y'all, she's, you, can't, you can't control anyone's feelings or emotions. She's not happy for you. She's not happy right now. She is scared. People I, are probably are still where they live in Mexico. People are yeah. probably still bullied, beat up, possibly even killed. So she is, we, we are assuming, but just we assuming she has a faith. She's worried about his soul. What's going to happen? Like, I just, I, I was, this whole thing was a little bit like, you need, you're in like your own little uh, ice castle here. I, that, I think that it's, you, it's just, it's, I get it. We want to, we want our parents to be happy for us. And we want these narratives to be super but y- neat, y'all, but they're but not. We've said this before about other people, but it's the same. <clears throat> what your parents think about you is none of your none business. None of your business. What no one thinks it's of you. It's none of your business. The same way of like, I can give them, you know, who my parents date or whatnot. Yeah. That's for them. What they do with their money, whatever, that's for them to do. It's yeah. not for me to have an opinion so if about. You're, if you're upset that your mother, like you're marrying someone and you're, you think, my mother's not happy for me, none of your business. It's, it can be hurtful. 
Of course and, it is. And you might need to draw some type of boundary for that. But I look at both Armando's parents of, wow, I'm so shocked that they're showing up for you at least. I, I, that's what it's I really, was thinking. It's and really it's, amazing. And it's not that we, it's not that we are saying, Armando, you should take the crumbs. No, this no, no, is no, saying, no, no. Look at the little things and look how far your parents have come in for you. In such a short amount of right. time. And I think we'll see that later. Um, you know, they cry and all that. Yeah. I think we'll see that later whenever when this Armando was, goes and talks to his dad. Let's talk about that. So he talks to his father and he says, you know, I want him to be happy for us and I want him at our wedding. If he's not comfortable, then I won't feel comfortable coming back. That's a fine boundary. If your father says... I'm not comfortable coming to your wedding. Okay, if you're not comfortable Great. coming back. But again, that if you need to make that boundary, that's fine. But here's the deal. The more your family sees you and Kenny together, the more they're comfortable with it. Because it people be fear what they don't instinct. know. Y'all, poodle, were you comfortable the first time you took a 10-inch dick? It was not comfortable. It's not comfortable. <laughs> it's not. Mm -mm. It takes time. I was time. like, people like this? <laughs> people like, cut to two months later, he's like. Oh, I get it now. I get it mm. now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but seriously. It, you just got to breathe. <laughs> you too. Y'all, that's the secret right there to breath, butt sex. Breath, breath. and lube. Uh-huh. Yeah. A boy's best friend. <laughs> When you're the best of friends. <laughs> I'm sorry. We just ruined the Fox of Hound. Oh, we Somebody's ruined more than kid that. is watching the Fox of Hound and they're thinking about lube and butt sex. Uh so basically he says, Dad, I wanna I wanna ask you or tell you about what's going on in my life. And his father's like super philosophical. You know, son, everyone has their He's own like, life. You're an adult. I'll accept whatever you who you are. I love you. And I accept uh, who you are. And he says, I don't really think about it all the time. I'm doing work and stuff like that. He says, like I that. try to stay busy. And, um, but dad said, and I get it. And this, it's hurtful. But his dad says, I just don't want to announce it to the world. And I get that. Yeah. Like people would say like to me when I was younger, like, well, do you have to, um, do you have to be so gay? Like, and they don't understand that they're telling you, do you have to not be you when you right. say that? They're like, could you just not talk about it in front of so Aunt it won't Jane look so uh -huh. what? That is oppression, oppressive, yeah, and not appropriate at all. So is that right that his dad said it? No, but I still go back to the fact of your dad not when you came in last night, looked at your fiance, smiled and, and hugged, hugged him. him. That's huge. That is so huge. Again, it's not taking the crumbs. It's, I think, looking at the whole picture of this. I, I, I agree with you. And Armando's totally... putting a lot of pressure. And this is going to, you know, we said, I want Armando to be a bridezilla and freak out over the wedding. We don't think he is. But however, I think he and Kenny are going to have some go-arounds because he's putting a lot of pressure on this wedding. Yeah. And, and I, just, I just... Undue pressure. I just have to say... We want our parents to be proud of us, and we do that. That I I can never let go of that. I get. Uh, I've become better at that as well, I've gotten into my thirties and forties. Again, the eyebrow ring story just kind of let them just kind of. I've crumble. diffused that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, um, but but there's a part of it. But yeah. the but Armando says, uh, or his dad says, I feel. I feel, I love you. I feel proud. You're a smart person and that's good enough for me. And you're my son. And he starts, his father starts to cry. I got to, and when he said that, I know I thought this is a wonderful this is moment. This is what you need. And I promise if you use this moment as a starting place to kind of anchor your relationship to, because Armando says, my dad never talks about his feelings. He never yeah. talks about this. It was, this was a huge breakthrough. I'm like, I would have left it there. Me too. I would have told him that I'm getting married, but I just would have said, by the way, we're getting married. Your invitation's in the mail. And then you go. Invites open. And then you go and do things. And then. And you get to spend time with your partner and you blah, blah, blah. Yeah, And that's a lot of like, and maybe they don't have the time to travel the four hours, but if that's what they want, they need to do that. Right. And he says, um, he, he, the dad even says, you're a part of me. 
Um, I know I probably didn't accept this fast enough, but your partner will get to know each other the more. That I we, thought that was amazing. The more that we'll be around. And then, then Armando says, Armando tells him about the proposal that they are engaged and says, and he says, it's important that you're with me. It's important that you're there that day to me. And if, if this was a invitation, but it sounded like a demand. It did sound like a demand because the dad said, I don't know if I'll be there. I can't give you an immediate response. And again, what I heard was he did not say no. He just said, no, I need time to process and, this. And, and this is, he said, like, these things need again, to be analyzed and thought out. Parents have their own coming out process. And, and this, is, this is really interesting, you guys, because I feel like this was set up by the TLC storytelling and editing department to point Armando to paint Armando's father as close-minded, and but I, neither of us saw it that way. I did not see it that way at all. I actually, but, I feel like his mom's having a harder time with it than his father. To yeah. be honest, I mean, I, she's still grieving her son, and she's accepting. But the way his dad talked so effortlessly about Kenny, yeah. Whereas when mom talks about it, you can tell there's a part of her that's like. Ugh. I was absolutely shocked by Armando's reaction in the last two minutes of this episode. I think it's I think he's just putting so much pressure. And you know, he doesn't really talk a lot this episode a little bit. I got to give kudos to Kenny because I've been on that other side of when you're in a relationship and the other person's closeted and you're coming out. And Kenny, I've been through that. And Kenny was like me that we're both like mayor of gay town. We're def- we've we've we're at residents of Fagatron, as yeah. you said before. That's hard when to not because I don't really feel like Kenny pressures him a lot to do that. I it's not that he pressures him. What Armando is seeing though, so I think it's Armando like Armando's pressure. Wants it Armando. Wants That's what I'm trying what to. Kenny, has. I don't think Kenny's putting this on him. It's like it's all Armando's there, pressure. There is a moment where Kenny. For me, it's Kenny being slightly passive aggressive about. Mm. Well, I guess we'll wait so he can tell his dad some other time. That's like true. We, he did want to. Last... That's true. He did want to tell him. So I think, but it is it. I feel for him though. It is really hard when you know how painful that is. Yeah. And um, for a lot of people, for this isn't about <clears throat> even Armando's parents, y'all. Coming out is about. It truly is about the person who's got to come out yeah, and where they are in their own mental coming out process. And it's not just the first saying of I'm queer and I'm here. It's the coming out to everyone. And the and, and soon I remember feeling like I had to come out to everyone. And now I don't care about that anymore right. because I've gotten comfortable with myself where you I don't, don't care what that. people think as much. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, I'm excited to see where this goes. Um, it's a riveting storyline. Uh, and with take, that, we're going to take a little break, We're, we're going to be back with... Honk, 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 honk. Ra- Raul. Uh, <laughs> Raul. What do I do about this girlfriend? Hey, uh, you want to surf some Corey, waves? Corey, and, I'll tell you what you can do. You uh, can get down on my dick fast enough. Uh-oh, a secret scene's coming up next, y'all. <laughs> Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy. When it comes to flowers, I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not in a purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. 
Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a -a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our song, Finch Song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. We're raw dog in this podcast. The American way. No. That's how you podcast. (laughs) You raw dog it. That's U.S. of Volvo. No such thing. No such Trojan biscuit. Get those condoms. (laughs) Get those condoms out of my face. (laughs) This is not American. I'm a patriot. (laughs) And I want skin to skin. Oh, God. I want to fill that helmet. Oh, stop! And it make it my making my mean making my hoo ha moist. Oh God, that was everything I never wanted to hear. It's true, y'all. Welcome <laughs> to part two. <laughs> if you're if you're listening to the show, Poodle held up his box of condoms that we talked about <laughs> in the first episode, which really upset baby girl Lisa <laughs> that I bought off Amazon. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Ooh, I find that the drugstore condom aisle is so shameful. You mean you feel just gross doing it? No. They they way they put it like they put it, they have it. I guess people because people steal them. Yeah, because you're a teenager and you're gonna have sex and you don't want to tell anybody, so you steal some condoms. I don't have a problem asking. I honestly, for them. if I was a shopkeeper, I'd let them unlocked. If people want to steal condoms to have safe Great. sex, good for you. I'd have them. Give, I'd give them away. I would like too. we did at the gay bookstore. Yes. Amen. How often did you use those free condoms in the gay bookstore? 
Yo, this is toe. <laughs> this is toe part two. <laughs> part two. It also came with lube. So you didn't even have to like break out that you could take your I had a couple of those like lube packs just to pop in my glove compartment. Wow. Because you know they'd never some people you go home with, they'd be like, Yeah, I'm out of lube. We can just use spit. I'm like, no thank you. Wait. I'm having a memory because Poodle, y'all, Poodle used to drive this RAV4 and he'd drive like a bat out of hell. So it felt like a fucking go-kart driving in that car. It did. Didn't you spill, didn't a packet or something of lube break in the console and you couldn't, yes. grab, and you couldn't grab onto anything? Yes, there was a packet and of lube. And he just left the inside of his car that way for like months. <laughs> I'd like, can I borrow a pen? Yeah, I can't grab it. <laughs> <laughs> this makes no sense. It was like the Exxon Valdez in my <laughs> in my glove compartment. <laughs> it's like oof, oof, you're much better. You would just leave things before, and you're like, I'll get to it later. Let's talk about Corey and Evelyn. Yeah, you're Let's talk about, about Surf now. Jesus and Village Bicycle. Um, y'all, they're gonna. She's gonna tell her family. I'm that shocked this happened married. this early. I am shocked this happened so quickly. I think now this is just now she's a reality television family. She's now punking her family. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it feels she's like. She's so selfish, I think she doesn't mind punking her family. The um the two wicked wicked stepsisters mm-hmm. are basically saying God, they are horrible. We'll be there, but we're gonna we're gonna we're not gonna support you. We yeah. wanna watch her face. We wanna watch mom's face. Wow. <clears throat> um and so when she's telling, when Evelyn's surf Jesus shows up, he's like, what are we going to do? And, and she's like, so the sisters are just smiling. She's it's like, gross. So, Mom, um, a year ago, Corey's papers were going to expire. And we, need to, we needed to keep him in the country. And basically, Corey convinced me that we'd be able to do this. Uh, it's pretty shitty. She does say that, and she's like, "So we paid twenty dollars, and we had like random people come and see us." And the mom is just in shock. She literally goes, "No, yeah." She said, "You didn't do this without a wedding or anything." Yep. She is very upset, and so she said, "She should have told." You. She said, "I am shocked. They got married in June." She's showing them the pictures, y'all. She's not even believe it. Corey talked about this on the Instagram, by the way. He talked about and said that. It really was a very private. I'm sure. Um, they weren't planning on telling anybody. And why it leaked out is because someone actually on the 90 Day Fiance staff, mm. he says, leaked it out. He said, I didn't tell my family. We didn't tell anyone. Boy, they could totally terminate that person if they knew who it was. I think they probably did. So, um, mom asks, dad's, by the way, just juggling a mango. He, he could not. He's he, just he, like, I'm going to let everyone else yep, decide yes, this. Doesn't, doesn't, he all literally says like three words this whole episode. Mom says, are you happy? And Evelyn, with Corey beside her, says, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And then she's like, and it's Corey's definitely like, not 100. Yeah, of course. What did she say? What did she say? What? Say? what? Just the absolute. If I was happy, it's definitely just, not 100. Just a horse's ass in this scene. Absolutely. Just an idiot. I, and I, she, she mentions, I don't believe in divorce. The mom. Um, it's so shocking. I didn't have words because I don't, again, it's kind of like with Jenny. I don't have sympathy for Corey. Me either. Because Evelyn has shown you no. who she is. and Time and time again. Time and time again. I'm still shocked though. But I am shocked that she could be that callous to someone. Yeah. It's almost like Anfisa level callousness. It's, uh, it is, it's intense because we're ramping up to now we are making all of us, the viewers, complicit in having to follow their shitty journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still think, we said this on the last podcast, I still think she does love him in some way. I think all of this, and this is, this is another thing, I think it's much more for her about the idea of marrying Corey she always wants an out. She even said, I feel trapped now. And he's like, but and she goes, sorry. <laughs> that made That's me. right. He's like, she's like, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> what? It was like destiny. What, Sean? What? what? I was busy. I was busy, dude. Uh, 
but that's right. She's like, what? She's like, sorry. 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 I, someone had to say it, Corey. And mom said, so you should have told me. And the mom said, divorce is not an option. This We don't do divorce. She's like, maybe I'm old-fashioned. She said, but this is just, this is not. And Corey even said, I wanted it to be for real. But right. Evelyn did not. He said, I wanted to tell and you. She, and she said, not. yes, she agreed with that. Yeah. And here's here's the problem, you guys. On one level, the Evelyn is this kind of storied person in her family. She's like, Evelyn, you'll never break her. She's going to be the iconoclast. <sighs> so the idea of her family thinking she could get married is to concede that she might be a normal person after all. Well, yes, but... I see now why Evelyn is the way she is. This has to come somewhere from the raising of the mm-hmm. way they were raised because all three of those sisters hate one another and yep. compete. And I guarantee the other two are ganged up now on Evelyn, but I guarantee you Evelyn's <clears throat> ganged up on her other sisters Yeah, one of them. But it's just that Evelyn's been the older, kind of the golden child, yep. and they're relishing this. But this is not... I would not treat my sibling this way. I would no. say... You're an idiot for doing this. Why would you do this? You're also, let me help you you're get in it, this. You're in it together against your parents. Yes. That's always the way it is. It's Your siblings support you. Y'all, if you have siblings who... A lot of who, people don't. Who, and sisters who, side, be, who side with you, uh, who side with their parents against you, um, that's not helpful. That's well, not dep- healthy. Well, if you're, you know... Unless you're like doing something, unless super... you're marrying like your 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 third guy who that you met in. But I'm saying if you're trying to do the best thing possible, yeah. but it's also just it's not even to me it's it's really hard. But competition between kids is just one of the worst things, and I think and I'm very lucky that I my brother and I were so different. We never really had that, and a Same lot of, here. Yeah, a lot of uh, kids have it when they're younger because I know you talked about we were eighteen you months talked apart, about, like being competitive, like an age when you're younger, but you don't have it now that you're an adult. No, so that's what I was going to say. We, didn't, my brother and I, didn't really have it at all, but a lot of kids do. That's normal when you're younger to have like. Well, we were, Evelyn got this. I want this. We were two boys, but, eighteen months apart. But they're so. adults. They're adults. Like that should be. Well, I think the I think the daughters are. Maybe like late teens, early 20s. They're old enough. Yeah. You guys, if your siblings are competing with you or you're competing with your siblings, like Give it I up. got married first, mm. I got, drop it. Drop it. You're going to have a better relationship with your siblings. Um, so y'all. So I actually felt for Evelyn, I have to say a little bit, because well, this is the household they've grown up with. Yeah. That's hard. And they... The family already knows. They roll her eyes. Oh, Evelyn, she's always going to do something like that. Saddest to sitcom be ever. Evelyn with an exclamation. Evelyn, point. who dreamed of a life outside of Pigtown, because she thinks she's better than us. Yeah, that's the truth. Because she's a dreamer, I think, in a way. No, she very much is. She won't ever fully admit that she's like a, a sensitive dreamer, but she's she looking is. for the next opportunity. Next Let's mark. talk about uh, Raul and Corey surfing. Uh, y'all, Raul got a little chonky. Get the right during, during on the, the time, night surf, which I'm kind of okay with. Raul's chonky. Self. I enjoy him a little, a little slimmer. Yeah, but um, he has. But you know, I do enjoy soft in the middle. I know it's all you talk about. But you know what? I don't enjoy. I don't like his. He has beautiful hair. He should not have shaved. He his head. should not have shaved. His so head. they're like surfing in this really terrible stilted dialogue. And he's like, Raul's my best friend in Ecuador. Raul, we had our ups and downs. Like when he told me that he'd banged my fiance like a screen door. Yeah, that was a down. (laughs) But now we're okay. Because really, he just told me how I can help her make her climax better. Because I was doing a bad job. So props, bro. Props. We are seeing... Corey metaphorically cuckolded. Yes. That, that is every yes. season. <laughs> Even like as Corey saw, he's like, so yeah, so I want to talk to you about Evelyn. You know Evelyn pretty well. And I thought Raul would say, yeah, I fucked her. Intimately. Yeah. Intimately. Like, I've been inside of her. Just yeah. so you know. I was actually going to say, 
Did he fuck her when they were married? Which she would never do. Never admit. But I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, so but so he this, says, yeah, we've been married for a year. This conversation, you guys, was very enlightening. It was. And and so they've been married for a year. Where I was like, what? You're kidding. He's and like, so, no. But then after they got married, they had some falling out. No, I didn't know this what it makes was. Sense. Corey says, we just got married. And then suddenly she doesn't want to be with me anymore. Now, I know. Because she felt trapped. Cause, but that is because she felt trapped. She got married and she went, why did I do this? Why did I do this? I freaked out. I freaked out. Okay. Like you, she feels trapped in Pigtown. And she said, no one knows. No one knows about this. So, Corey, get out of here. Corey says she said the words, stay away from Ecuador. Mm-hmm. Don't ever return here. We are done. Yeah. So that makes sense because before we were like, yeah, Corey cheated on her because they were married. But I bet you, because Corey's dumb, but that it, it would it would feel as if we are done. And Corey's like, yeah. and you know how heartbroken I am because you know how I am about Evelyn. And I was like, yeah, yeah, like you hear. I hear about it every yeah. fucking time. Every time, so, every time I um, give her cunnilingus, she talks about how much better I am than you. He went to Peru. Yeah, met a girl named Jenny. Met a girl named Jenny. Now, what we did not hear before is that bitch met her parents. She met Jenny, and they were talking about moving in together. I so, went. Oh, this is. Y'all, their storyline. I did a just, Jenny Jones audience member. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Jenny Jones. That's old. Y'all, this storyline just got interesting. Yeah, we're and so they were. I wrote they're going to get a place together. Holy shit! And he says, I believe we were done. Then the pandemic hit, and I went to go get. Well, my no, he came back. Came he back. Came, he's like, I came back because you know I got all my surfboards. I got my. I got my, you know, so they were I got supposed my to be over. surfboard with the cross on it, and I got the knife, night cross, surfboard. and then like the one with all the twelve disciples. Yeah, so on it. And then I got the one that it's like the Hello Kitty one, just because it's ironic. <laughs> and so anyway, he's going to get it. And then, Thanks, bra. And then they gets back there, and that's when COVID hit. Yeah. So shit hit the fan. They had to be together. That's why, if you if you remember. Uh, Night Day Fiance quarantine, they were not happy. They were not. And they she didn't was know any, barely tolerating him. She was him. barely tolerant. And now we know why. And Raul's like, I'm so torn. What should I do? And Raul's like, I think you should go talk to Jenny so I can fuck Eva. I mean, so that I way, mean, so she can know who you so are. So that she know you are. And if you don't sort this out and tell Evelyn, I'm going I'm to gonna tell her whenever I'm pounding her. <laughs> I will say, with y'all, my huge girthy dick, Raul is the that's friend way bigger than yours. The friend you don't want to have. He is the friend you don't <laughs> want to have. Um, and even though, and Evelyn even saying, I don't like you spending time with Raul because he's like, I ain't Raul. He's I like know. my best friend. Now we also find out that Corey says. He never really broke it off with Jenny. So, he fucking ghosted her you know, like a piece of shit. I wrote before they told us when he said, and then I was stuck in COVID with or J- Jenny or with Evelyn. Corey wrote, is a piece I of wrote, shit. I bet he ghosted that He girl. ghosted her. And then a he sentence later, he fucking ghosted her. So Raul's like, you should man up, which I hate that. Man up and tell Jenny and then tell Evelyn about Jenny. Agree. And I'll bang Evelyn. <laughs> there you go. Done. Problem solved. Done. That's amore. <laughs> um, that's all I have. Should we wind up the show with... This is very short. Our favorite two. Yeah. Lonely Bidium Hearts. and Ari. Um, there's, be careful. There's spoiler news about them out. There is. There is spoiler news. Why couldn't we drive here again? Yeah, why can't we? Because, like, because the, the walk is important. Yes, walk is important. You see this beautiful place. Oh. And uh, he's like, and Has you the can, scientists you can tested be, well, the holy yeah, water? Yeah, he's like, You can be in the holy water. She asked Annoying as fuck. Ari asked questions that you ask when you're eight years old and yes. you don't know, or maybe like 10 when you're like, I asked. I asked when I was like, hey, mommy, is the holy water that the priest uses for bab- in the baptismal, is it like different type of water? Well, this is- when you're eight years old, you think no, that. No, it's not questions like that. She's doing this to troll him. She knows. 
She's like, have scientists tested it? Because even Sometimes though... Sometimes I don't know, because she's so dumb. Even though you, I'm supporting you and going on this trip to show you how much I'm committed to watching our relationship grow, I still want to like make it hard for you. So, you know, really, her and Evelyn have a lot of things in common. I agree. A lot. So, y'all... Holy water, the holy water at this spring healed, Abinium said it healed his brother. Healed his brother. And the men and women have to separate to go into this area. And I'm like, oh, great. Uh, um, I'm fine with going with just a bunch of men and showering some. Me too. That's holy water to me. So Beanie. Holy take, fuck. Beanie, Beanie takes off his shirt and goes in there. And, and I think you have to be naked. I wish they would have showed just top of the ass. But it's TLC. It is a shame. Maybe on bears all. We'll see if he bear it all. So then Ari, y'all, she's not naked. There is a bare-breasted woman beside she's her. She's y'all. Ari, Ari, Ari's reaction to this holy water is. It's kind of like um, it's like kind of honestly. I I hate to admit this. The first time, like in my life in high school, when I took a shot of hot damn. <laughs> hot damn! <laughs> like, wow. when, did, when did you have a reaction? So, were you just going. <sighs> um, I think the first time I had a Goldschlager shot. Oh, same. It's like, oh, you're just like, oh. It, but it's just like a minute and a half of her just drinking bad liquor. It just. Her, uh, Y'all, she's not handling it she's well. Not, and I wouldn't handle it well it either. It was very cold, I'm sure. I would not handle it's it like, well. It's like, it's very cold. It's very cold. Binningham's watching with their baby, and God damn, that the baby's kid is cute. cute. That kid is so beautiful. Um, So she says, he says later on, I'm so glad she did this for me, and it really makes me feel good. And then she says, y'all, because it wouldn't be an Ari segment without a slap in the face. She says, after today, he should realize how hard I'm working for our relationship and to understand him. So this was a calculated um, attempt. A calculated attempt. Not any type of... Because it was a long... I'm sorry, go I, But I need, I need to say this. If you... If you're trying to make someone understand that you that you're trying with a relationship, don't don't expect anything for it. Yeah, if you're trying to show them, then you need to process how much you really love that person. And if this you do, was so shitty that that was the last thing. Because you said. know what that is? That's conditional love. Exactly. It's not unconditional. Well, love. and we see in the next in the preview for next week, she's breaking down, and who could have predicted that? Oh, oh wait, wait, we, we did. did. <laughs> because I will say, when them getting to this fountain, I thought like it was going to be like a montage of the Lion King, and by the time we it got was, there, there was ben, a PVC pipe. Benium <laughs> would have just been grown. No, because oh. it was like they're going through the bridge, they're walking across the thing, and I was just going Hakuna Matata, Hakuna Matata, and it, it means no worries for the rest of your days. Anyway. I thought he was going to be a teenager. No. When we got there. No. That's all I got. That's the show. That's the show, y'all. Go to Reality Gaze Podcast. Reality Gaze Podcast. Reality Gaze Podcast. Check that link, tree link in your show notes or on our Instagram because that's where you get our Live Laugh Live Live tour Laugh show Live Tour. For New York and Chicago, LA, more LA dates coming soon. Poodle. We call these people Lonely Hearts. Because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the very coldest places? The coldest the places. Cold, the coldest or night surfing places. Um, yes. And if you have a certain male friend who's always asking you when you're going to be in town and when you're not going to be in town and when you're what, when you're what fiance or wife is always going to be there. Yeah. I want to process that. You might want to process because he's fucking your wife. He's fucking your wife. He's fucking your wife, y'all. And call us. Call us. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? 
That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 